0: Welcome to the sermon webcast of Good News Lutheran Church of Mount Horeb, Wisconsin. The following sermon was preached on Sunday, August 13th, by guest preacher Pastor Glenn Schmigge on the basis of Romans 8, verses 28 through 39. Friends in Christ Jesus, permit me for a couple of moments to talk about some real-life situations that would tend to kind of... Well, will go against the theme for today, forever in God's love. Imagine you're in this little cemetery out in a rural area, and you come into the drive-in, and, and you see this, I call it a heap of dirt. And next to it is a four-year-old. They're having a service there. Little does that four-year-old know for the next 30 years, he's going to question God's love. His dad died. Got a mom, a couple brothers. Another situation took place about 20 miles from here. UW Hospital. Imagine a young girl, 17 years old, having her 17th brain surgery for the removal of cancer. After that 17th brain surgery, the Lord took her home to heaven. Forever in God's love along with mom and dad and her brother. Imagine a young family, maybe not so young, gathered around the table. Dad just learned that he had been terminated after a job of 20 years. Forever. In God's love. One more situation. Imagine a father and a husband in his church being supported by his fellow members. It's been a difficult week. His wife and two children, an unborn child, we were all eventually killed in a car accident. A man was on cruise control, 55 miles an hour, cruised right through the stop sign, and they were killed. Forever. In God's love. You know, in each one of these situations, the people could have been tempted to say these words, really, forever, in God's love? The reason that I share these situations is that there are so many situations in life where we really say, really, forever, in God's love? And I want you to always say, yes, yes, yes. Because God says so in his word. It's in Romans 8. It's in the rest of scripture. Forever. In God's love. In the midst of the trials, we sometimes wonder. And that's when our faith is tested. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 8, verse 28, and I want you to think about this carefully. And we know that in all things, all things, all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. He had lived that message in persecution, beatings, left for naked and left for dead. And he continued to believe it, even though he may have been tempted by his own conscience because he had persecuted Christians himself. Tempted to believe that God hasn't forgiven my sin, God hasn't taken away my sin, he still holds it against me. Perhaps you're going through one of those dark days, blue days. Or maybe you're dealing with someone who is going through a dark day or a blue day. It's important to know where Romans 8 is. It's in the Bible. And it's a powerful section of Scripture that helps us to remember that we are forever in God's life, love. The apostle Paul writes in Romans 8:28 and we know that in say it with me all things all things you still got to participate with me all things he works for good those who love him who have been called according to his purpose Because of those words, that truth that God declares. We depend upon God for that truth, not ourselves. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the triune God who chose you, called you, justified you, and glorifies you. It does not depend upon you. The person who in your sin may have doubted God's love, who in your sin may have not trusted in the Lord, and maybe even said some bad words about God. It's God's fault. God did this. That God loves you and reassures you I have taken care of your sin. And that's why we need to go back to the scene of the cross. That's the only place we can go, to be absolutely sure that God loves us. And it's at that scene of the cross that we see a just and holy God taking his justice for your sins out on Jesus. Out of love for you and for me at the scene of the cross. That's where we say, th- see this gracious heavenly Father, get justice for our sins by the death of Jesus. The apostle Paul, a saint and a sinner, proclaimed that truth in Romans chapter eight verse thirty-two. He, who did not spare his own Son but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Your father and my father gave up his son for us. He will graciously give us all things. That's what his disciples had to believe. Did you listen carefully to that gospel lesson? Did you notice what Jesus did when he talked about the needs of these people? What did he say to his disciples? You take care of them. Oh, oh, but we just have a couple of fish and a few loaves of bread. How can we do that? You know what? God can do anything. Absolutely. And he did. Or what about Elijah? Do you, did you think... As you heard that read, that if you were Elijah and you were to tell the king that there was going to be no rain nor dew for a number of years until you would say so, and then to be fed by ravens, whoa, wait a minute, what do ravens do? Aren't they the ones on the road, the dead meat, and took care of Elijah and brought him food and then there was drink from a brook. God provides. God takes care of our needs. He does it all. This message this morning is personal for for me because I was that four-year-old next to that heap of dirt. I wrestled with God's love for me in the absence of a father throughout my next 30 years. I doubted his love. I doubted for his ability to take care of me. And yet he was that gracious heavenly father all the time. Better than any dad. He took care of my needs through others. You know, we sometimes doubt God's love. Don't. And when you do, go back to God's word. Read it out loud again and again and again. Have somebody else read it to you. Because that's why God gave his word, to remind us that in the midst of our challenges, he loves us totally and completely. He proved it at the cross. Jesus walked this earth Jesus was tempted by the devil, and he won, not only in the desert, but also at the cross. He went to the Garden of Gethsemane. He was, what did Judas do? Betrayed him with a kiss. Jesus did that for you and for me so that we might know that our sins are forgiven. Every time that we have doubted God's love, every time that we have not trusted in him, every time that we have not done what God wants us to do, Jesus paid for that. And then he gives us his righteousness. The Apostle Paul was a real person, started out as Saul, and he had to wrestle with God's truth throughout his life. But he helps us understand that in the midst of the storms and difficulties, adversity, we're sometimes tempted also to forget that God loves us. And so the Apostle Paul says those powerful words Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution? Famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake we face death all day long, we are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord i have lived through the pain of depression and been comforted by others they use god's word they read the bible they prayed with me. They reassured me. And my faith was strengthened. Dear friends, sometimes you are called to be servants of the Lord, a spokesman, your hands to care and show love for someone who is hurting. All the situations that I mentioned in the introduction really happened, and they happen in our lives. What do we say? We read Scripture. Remember where Romans 8 is. Turn to other places that have brought you comfort. And in that comfort, faith is strengthened. Not only the faith of the individual, but also the spokesman is also strengthened. God provides. Spiritually, physically, forever, in God's love. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information about Good News Lutheran Church, visit www.goodnewslc.org.